0: what's up guys welcome back to riffing with clintus it's been a couple weeks i apologize the plan was to record this episode after every episode of the old-fashioned podcast the podcast that i co-host with my buddies kevin and mike over at rare uh we record an episode every week i'm the third host so we don't miss an episode unfortunately uh there's the scheduling's always all, all over the place because we 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 have you know we work around Kevin and, and Mike's schedules on the flexible ones. So it's just kinda like whatever works for them, I adjust my schedule. Not that big of a deal. But you know, I'll, I'll postpone my streams or I'll end my streams early, that sort of thing. Um, but because if we do like an early morning recording, then I try to get onto my Twitch stream right afterwards. And that's been a couple of times where it's messed up. I did record an episode um maybe two weeks ago i think it was i lost track of how, when the last episode was uh but after listening back to it i was like mm. i forget i don't remember what the topic was i remember what i talked about but whatever it was i was like you know what i don't want to post this so i didn't but here we are and uh we got a lot to talk about because a lot's happened and see if i don't record a podcast every week we get like a big fatty episode where it's like i got all this stuff to go over and cover and all that stuff so uh buckle up should be a long one First and foremost, though, a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, I stream Monday through Friday at twitch.tv slash Clintus. Uh, at the moment, I'm doing about 40 hours a week. That's going to change over the summer. Um, probably going to be streaming less um, for various reasons. Number one being that my contract with Twitch uh, is changing or it's coming up. You know, it auto renews, i always be a Twitch partner uh, until I tell them I don't want to be. But uh, just my obligations are changing. So I won't. I won't be streaming as much. I will still be streaming five days, six days a week, but it'll probably be shorter streams and possibly different hours. More on that later. Uh, YouTube vlogs are going up pretty regularly, not daily, um, but uh, with the less, less hours on streaming, hopefully should increase the number of vlogs because as we'll get into, uh, and I've said thousands of times, for me to be creative, I need to be out doing things. So... Less streaming, less time in this chair. Hopefully, means more time out, meaning more content. So, um, yeah, G Fuel Shaker Cup still on sale, gfuel.com. Uh, the, the Clintus 2.0 Shaker Cup is selling like hotcakes. I love seeing everyone's tweets and Instagram pictures and stories when they get them. A lot of people trying G Fuel for the first time, which is awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, my promo code is Clintus uh it, it's usually 10 percent off it bumps to 30 every once in a while so stay tuned for that as well and finally merch clintusmerch.com we got that five-year anniversary shirt which should be on sale for at least another week or two i think i think we might extend it through june but it was gonna be the month of may because that's my anniversary month but uh if you want an anniversary shirt if you've been a member of my twitch community over the last five years and want to grab that shirt uh do it before it's gone because it will be eventually off it won't be for sale forever because you know it's an anniversary shirt so clintusmerch.com Everything else is down in the description below. I'm Clintus on every other social platform. So if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or whatever, uh, just, do, just do go to the platform and do a search for Clintus and you'll find me. All right, let's jump into this. So I've been busy. Uh, lots going on the last few weeks since we talked. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was is, is I've been watching TV, <laughs> which sounds weird to say that gets like, a big deal. Like, oh, you're just watching TV. Everyone watches TV. I don't watch TV. I don't. Um, And I realized this last night. I was watching Stranger Things Season 1. Stranger Things Season 4 drops on uh, uh, the 27th of May, which is tomorrow, the day this recording. It's tomorrow. Um, And the old-fashioned podcast, we talk a lot about about shows and movies and pop culture and stuff like that. And so, you know, the guys want to talk about something. I'm like, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Like, there's so many shows I haven't watched. Um, So I'm trying to get caught up and be more relevant, like present with the new shows are coming up. So we got we got Stranger Things uh season four. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi coming up. Um, you know, there's a there's a there's the new Game of Thrones show. There's a bunch of shows coming up that I know these guys want to talk about and I need to keep up with. So I've been binge watching and and trying to watch more shows. So I finally caught up with the the uh and oh no I'm I'm at Moon Knight. I watched I finished Loki. I've watched Hawkeye. I'm getting ready to jump into Moon Knight I was going to do Moon Knight this last week, but because of Stranger Things, I bumped that up. So um, I finished Stranger Things Season 1. Loved it. The first episode hooked me like right away. I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. This is going to be good. I didn't realize how much supernatural element was in there, to be honest with you. I really didn't. I knew there was a little bit of that, but I didn't realize that was like like literally the, the, the focal point. So uh, once I figured that out pretty quickly, I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, I'm going to jump into Season 2 tonight. And uh, like I said, hopefully to get, get through season two and three over the next like three or four days and then hop into season four next week. So I'm not that far behind. Um, but one of the things I realized watching Stranger Things, I think the reason why I, I, I gravitate towards movies is because we get through the story within a reasonable amount of time, right? Within three hours maximum, right? Most movies are less than three hours. But Let's just say the, real, the rare occasion that a movie is three hours long, we get through the whole story. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end, and I feel satisfied. Even if there's a sequel, even if you know there's a sequel, right? Usually, you're at a satisfactory point in that story that you're like, okay, right? It's okay. The uh, the one exception I make to that would be like Dune. First of all, when I saw Dune, I did not realize that it was going to be this episodic thing. There There were clips in the trailer that either didn't make the movie or it was so subtle. That you didn't even realize like the, the whole thing was Zendaya. She doesn't show up to like the very end of the movie. And there's like, you know, two interactions with her and the main character. It's like, wait, you made the, the, the trailer made it like these two are going to be like buddies and fighting. And, do, and that wasn't in the movie at all. Like it was so weird. Um, So I think the reason why I tend to, when I, when I, at night, everyone goes to bed, I hit the couch by myself. I pull up, you know, uh, Netflix or prime or just Apple TV, got, you know, iTunes. I tend to gravitate towards movies. There's so many shows that sound awesome. They look amazing. I'm like, yes, this looks cool. I want to watch this, but I don't, I think it's because of that. I think, I think I, it, I sit down and I watch an episode and it's an hour long episode, 40 minutes, something like that. And I'm like, okay, cool, but I want more. Right. And so you end up sitting there and it takes, if you think about it, right? Like stranger things was eight episodes, 8 hours essentially to get through the entire story arc. And I think that's the problem. I think that's that's the thing. I'll sit there for an hour or two to watch a couple episodes and and you're just like I have so many more questions than I started with, right? Like there was this much resolution, but then there's this much more like questions. And I feel like a lot of shows are like that. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think in the you know, in the back in my day, the old days You had to watch an episode a week, so it hooked you, and you would watch an episode every week, right? And that was that's how TV shows were. Nowadays, you have a mixture of like here's the whole season at once, which is cool because you can binge watch. It's not even that; it's just the fact that it takes so long to get through a story, right? Um, I can remember like back in like Battlestar Galactica days, um, where like a story arc might have been like three episodes, three or four episodes. You'd get you know, a story arc and then you would be a cliffhanger and you wait for the next week. And then maybe that would resolve. It was just two episodes, maybe a third, maybe they could stretch it to a third, right? Maybe something else got new, new got introduced. And so it's three episodes story arc, but like within like two or three episodes, you, they moved on to a new story arc, right? There's always a, the overarching story arc. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of shows are like that, but every episode is almost its own story, you know? So I don't know if I, that, if I, what I like better. I know when I back when Battlestar Galactica was, was, was the main show I watched, I did like that multi-episodes was one story, right? I did like that. Maybe I've changed. I don't know. It just seems like that's what I, put, I could put my finger on after watching Stranger Things. I was like, it just takes too long to get to resolution, to get the answers. I want the answers. I want to know what the fuck is going on. I want to know what's happening, and it takes too long to get there. And I think that's the problem. I think that's why I, I lose interest in shows, Really, like I started Game of Thrones, never finished. It. I think in like season four or five. Uh, I started The Expanse, love The Expanse. Great show. It's sci-fi, has like a little bit of like a cyberpunk, dystopian. I, I really liked it. But why have I stopped watching it? I don't know. Other than it just takes too fucking long to get to some resolution, to get to some answers, to like make me feel satisfied where I'm like, oh, okay. And then boom, we're off on the race. We're off to the next one. You know what I mean? Like, I need, like, that kind of, like, this. And I feel like most shows are like this. And so it just takes forever, like, a roller coaster with the longest... Like, I need the, you know, get me get me going, and then, all right, do it again. And then go, 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 and then do it again. Like, I need that. And so I think that's maybe... I, that's the only I think of, why I tend to gravitate to movies. Because there'll be so many weekends... I'll watch three movies. Like I'll sit, I'll sit and watch three movies, six hours of content, but I feel satisfied because I finished it and I started another one and then I finished it and I feel, I started another one. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a show I'll watch two or three episodes and I'm like, all right, I'll go, I'll finish tomorrow, you know, or I'll get back to it tomorrow. I don't know. Anyway, watching stranger things, finished season one, loved it. Fantastic. Looking forward to season two um watched love death robots volume three this weekend this last weekend i uh, loved that fantastic liked it better than volume two still think volume one had more episodes that i liked but it also had twice as many episodes um they're bringing back some old uh some of the original directors so there were some some very familiar art styles and um animation styles in the in the movie or in, in this is volume uh including the last the last episode of volume three is the same director as the Witness from Volume One, which was one of my favorite episodes. The style is amazing. There's no dialogue. There's li- like there's like two lines of dialogue in the entire episode. Um, this one didn't have any either, and so I just love that the fact that they did everything with like sound and it has this like chaotic camera shake, rack focus. It was I loved it. It was awesome. That that one and the. Um, something about, I forget the name of the episode, but it was something about the Valley. It was like military guys, same thing, same kind of like art concept that they, from previous volumes really like that. So love death robots. One of my favorites, they're all shorts again, short bite-sized content. Uh, I think I like that better. Um, like I said, I got through all, I got through Marvel. I'm getting ready to start moon Knight after I'm done with stranger things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got a long list of shows. There's shows I want to watch. Like I said, I, I want to finish The Expanse. Uh, I think it's a fantastic show. And I know there's like seven seasons, I think. So lots of content to get into. Though I've heard that it's a very repetitive, like once you've gotten through like three seasons, it seems to be the very same. Everything's the same. It's just a new new characters or new new story, but it's the same story, you know? Which I don't, I, I don't take, I take reviews with a grain of salt. I don't, first of all, I don't ever look at Rotten Tomatoes. Like I have friends and family that are always like, you know, we talk about a movie and they're like, "Oh, it got this rating on Rotten Tomatoes." I'm like, "I don't care." Most of the time, I like things that most people don't, or I like things that critics don't. Um, so, again, I take I take everything with a grain of salt when when someone gives me a review that oh, it was terrible, horrible. Most of the time, I don't agree with them. Um, so, yeah, The Expanse. Uh, what else? What else is on my list? Uh, Lost in Space is on there. Um, hell, I wouldn't even mind going back and finishing Stargate. I never finished Stargate. I watched that up into Atlantis. I think I got into like whatever the season of Stargate SG one, and then Atlantis started. I'm I'm in that season. Um, and then I know there's like Stargate Universe after that too. So I don't know. I, I I've thought about going back and, and watching that. Um, just for you know completion to be a completionist, if you will. Uh, but there's so many new shows like uh west is another one that I, I feel like i'd like it's it's that kind of like sci-fi futuristic but then the only thing that turns me off again is the western like the Westworld is a western town but i feel like kind of like stranger things i i think that even though it's in the 80s and that aesthetic doesn't really do anything for me um I, I mean granted i was born in the 80s but the show takes place in like 83 i think is what they said so like i was two so technically, like even though I was born in the 80s, I, I'm not a child of the 80s, I'm a child of the nineties, right? Like nineties was my decade that I grew up in. I don't remember the eighties, to be honest with you. You know, like I see some things, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But I remember them from the nineties. I remember them, you know, looking back, if you will. And then even even in even in my adult life, like knowing what the 80s was what things were 80s. Um, but you know, it's an 80s aesthetic, but it's got that sci-fi. F- you know, supernatural element woven into it. So I think Westworld will probably be a win for me because of that. You know, they're in the future and they go back and forth between the future and the and the Westworld. And so it might be enough for me to to really into. Um, I've even talked about finishing uh, Altered Carbon because I never again never finished Altered Carbon season one. Loved that show. Fucking loved Altered Carbon. When I found out they canceled it after season two, and I guess I don't know if the animated season is considered season three or if it's a standalone thing, but I know there's an animated season as well. I feel like I should watch them just for the sake of like, it's 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 a style that I like. Um, I just don't know how season two ends. If there's a cliffhanger at the end of it where you're like, oh, it's season three, and then there's no season three. I hate that. I fucking hate that. Um, yeah, but I got a long queue. I got a long queue of shows, so we're getting through them. I'm making it part of my routine now to sit down and watch at least some TV um, not every night, but most nights I try to, I try to, um, speaking of staying up late, the kids are on summer break. They're officially done with school. Arizona is one of the earliest, earliest, um, school st- states that that get out of uh summer break every year when I post the vlog of, you know, kids are done with school, last day of school, the comments flood. You guys are already at school already. I got two more weeks. I got another month. I don't get out of school until June. Like Arizona is very early. It's usually the week before or the week of Memorial Day, uh, which, you know, is, is mid-May or end, end of May. Um, so, yeah, the kids are out of school, and uh, this is their first official week of summer break. But not a lot's changed. Other than them not going to school in the morning, they're still busy as hell. Sierra's got volleyball. She's working out now. She's going to the gym. Um, she's getting ready to start a new job. Um, Bryce has been going to the gym He's been doing club basketball, but now he's doing a summer league with the school. And we found out that he can't do club when he's doing any kind of school basketball, so he's taking a break from club for the month, but doing the league with his school. And um, he's enjoying that because it's with the school coaches, it's with his school team, and he's kind of building that rapport with you know the kids and the um, the coaches for next season. So you know he's he's gonna be a sophomore. And the way that they do sports here now is that there's no freshman team, right? It used to be freshman, JV, varsity. That's how it used to be. And I know a lot of schools still do that. But here they do JVA and JVB. And what that does is it allows uh, sophomores to be on that JVB team. So there's a chance that a sophomore can be on that quote unquote freshman team and it allows them to kind of move kids around a little bit. like. It used to be, like, once you are a sophomore, you were forced to be on JV, which then kind of squished who could be on that JV team. Or if you didn't have enough freshmen to try out, you have a weak freshman team. Now you can fill with some sophomores. So, last year, it was all freshmen. Um, and so, uh, we're looking, we're feeling pretty good. We're feeling pretty confident that Bryce will make the JVA team, that the JV team. We're pretty feeling pretty confident about that. Even in the summer league, there's only a JV and varsity team. Um, he did been practice with the varsity kids. And so... Obviously we don't know anything. We don't we never like to speculate, but he's feeling like because he's been practicing with the varsity team, he might be on the varsity summer league, summer team. I don't know. More on that later. But he's really loving basketball. It's so wild. We thought he was done with basketball. We really did. We thought he was just he's done. It's over. He surprised the shit out of us and he's loving it. He really is. And um I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Um, like I said, Sierra's getting a new job. Um her current job is fine. She just They're very disorganized the scheduling sucks and she's bored plain and simple she's just bored she's she doesn't enjoy the the work she doesn't look forward to it um so she's working in a new place for the summer and then we'll see how it goes when she gets into school because volleyball starts right away you know when when they start school uh and also lastly bryce will be streaming he streamed his first uh, stream on twitch um this week with me him and i played some icarus and some pubg uh, so he's going to be streaming probably two to three days a week. I told him to stream every day if he wanted to, but obviously he doesn't want to quote unquote work every day if he doesn't have to. So he'll be streaming about like two or three days a week um, over at twitch.tv slash gamerbryce 15. That's his Twitch handle. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, as I mentioned earlier, come June, well, it may not be June. I say June, but I, I kind of want to test something in June. So I don't know if I'll actually be streaming less, but Come June, I'll probably be streaming a little less, um, again, not less days, but less hours. Uh, I'd like to try and keep the routine of like daily live streams, but just not as long. Like, you know, there might be some days, there might be some days I do eight hours and there's some days I do four. Um, it really just depends on Tiffany's schedule and what, um, what's going on, but I'd like to, I just, I'd like to get out of the house more. I feel like, um, my mood has been a lot better in recent weeks, um, you know i still have my down days i still get days where i get bummed out and depressed and um don't feel like being social and don't feel like you know um engaging with the camera and, and whatnot you know for a while there i was on a vlog kick i vlogged every day for a week or two I maybe mean, it was a week or two i don't know um and then if i fell short and the reason i fell short because i was streaming again i was streaming you know eight to ten hours a day and by the time i'm done streaming. I'm out of energy. Like my tanks are empty. I'm no longer being social. Um, And also because I get off stream and I go straight to dinner. And then from dinner, we, you know, we do the family catch up and then it's sports and then it's hit the couch. And now it's, you know, time to chill. So there's no vlog there. There's, there, there's no vlog. There, there isn't one. Um, And, and, and again, I don't want to be repetitive with the mundane, same thing every day. I don't want to do that. So, I'm not. That's plain and simple. I'm, just, I'm not going to. So hopefully with the less streaming hours, there's more days there. You know, maybe maybe it'll be an every other day thing. Maybe I stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I vlog Tuesdays, Thursdays, and weekends. You know, maybe that's the routine. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Nothing set in stone. I'm not, I'm not even going to say what I, what my plan is. I don't have a plan. We're just fucking winging it. We're winging it. Uh, but yeah, my mood has been a lot better. And again, when my mood's better, then my content gets better, and I, I tend to share more and do more. You know, I, I post random videos on Twitter or Instagram just to, you know, keep the content feed going and keep engagement there, you know, Hey, I'm still here kind of thing. Um, another thing too, that I've started to just kind of let go, I've been letting go of a lot of, uh, pent up emotions and feelings towards, sorts uh, people and, and events. Um, you know, something that, uh, that there was a, a mass shooting that just recently happened in, uh, Texas. And of course, you know, my, my social media is blown up with, you know, gun laws and restrictions and the government and this and that. And, you know, seeing both sides of the argument of what each side thinks we should do as a country to, to, to help this or mitigate this. And, and honestly, it's one side more than the other, the other side is just kind of more of like defending and, or, you know, um, I don't know, what's the word like, arguing with the other side that that's not what we need to do it's not the right path that's not going to work whatever um anyway it just it, it prompted a tweet that i put out and I had a screenshot and I put it on instagram as well just about how everyone's opinions and beliefs are different based on how we were raised right where we were raised our life experiences um and i think a lot of people forget about that i think a lot of people forget that what you think is right what you Believe is correct. What you believe should be the path and or the course of action that we should take is predicated on your surroundings, your experiences. Um, it's the same thing when it comes to racial, you know, racial um, concerns and racial uh, issues. If you're not a person of color, you will never understand what a person of color goes through, right? With that being said, maybe you have, maybe you have been "quote unquote" discriminated against as a white guy from a colored person, right? Or maybe you were just you've been discriminated because of religious beliefs. I mean, the the, the list goes on and on. My point my point is is that until you've literally like the the whole the the saying that you unless you until you've walked a mile in someone else's shoes, you don't know their you know where they're at, where they've been, where they've come from. And so everyone just needs to be more patient and understanding. You know, um, people that don't understand are not educated on certain topics. It makes it hard to have conversations. That's one of the reasons why we don't talk about certain things in my live streams, because I, for one, am not educated on most things. I'm an idiot on most things. I, 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 I'm not, I, I learn as I go. I'm a learn as I go kind of person. I don't need to know what something's made of until I need to know. Like, I didn't know that was made of nickel or aluminum or, you know, copper, but now that I need to know, will it conduct electricity? I'm going to look up what it's made of. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a it, uh, stupid analogy, but that's my point. Like, I, that's who, how I am. I don't, I'm not a, re- I'm not a res- reservoir of useless information. I'm a, I need to know now. I'm a need to know kind of guy, right? I'm, a, I'm on a need to know basis for my entire life. I need to know this now. So let's find out now. Let me Google that. Let me YouTube that. But I'm not an inquisitive person. Like, I wonder, how, did, how do I rewire a light switch? Why the fuck would I waste my time looking that up unless I need to a rewire a light switch? You know what I'm saying? I don't give a shit about American history or world history because I'm not on fucking Jeopardy. You know, like, I, 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 don't, I don't need to know useless information um, regarding, you know, history or, or whatever because... I, there's there's no reward. There's no points. There's no uh, I don't know. There's just no lot. There's no reason for it. It's it's a waste of my time, energy for whatever. You know what I'm saying? At least that's how I that's how I live my life. Right or wrong, that's how I do it. So anyway, I like I said, I've just I've been letting go more and more of of pent up emotions and feelings, and, and I'm starting to feel I'm getting back to my quote no worries. No big deal. Everything's cool. Clintus, which is my pre-2020 Clintus. And that's what I'm trying to get back to. Will I ever get back there? 100%? No, 100% not. We're all changed. 2020, 2021 changed us on, on like every single... Whether you believe it or not, the last two years have changed every single person. You look at things different. You look at people different. You respond to things differently. Uh, you have different beliefs now. Things that maybe you didn't believe two years ago, you believe now because of events, experiences, whatnot. So I'm 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 getting better, and I feel better, and I love it. Um, there's a couple other things going on in my personal life that I I don't want to share just yet, but that's also helping. There's some some things going on in my personal life that are on the up and up. Um, some little changes and things being done, and and it's making it's. It's given, it's given me a sense of, you know, uh, so it's all around Clinton, Clinton's in a good mood, Clinton's in a good place uh, for now. So for those who check in with me, I appreciate it. Um, let's talk about video games, man. I, so I put out, if you remember, I think I talked about this in the last podcast, you know, I put a tweet out, a series of tweets about how, you know, for the last seven years, I've been trying to be this gaming content creator. I love video games. It's my it's my preferred hobby, and and it's the one thing that I am somewhat into. And I say that with the somewhat kind of mm, because like though I'm into video games, I'm into a very specific niche video games. Um, I wouldn't. I still. I I say I'm a gamer, but let's be real. I'm a very like again. I'm a niche gamer. So it, I don't call it whatever it is. You know, I say, oh yeah, I play video games, and people go, what games do you play? It used to be to say, like, oh, I play Destiny. I play Call of Duty. Like, it was real simple. Now, it's a little more complex. I'm like, ah, yeah, like, first-person shooters, looter shooters, survival games, you know. I dabble here and there. Um, But very, again, very niche. I don't play a lot of games. I don't play a wide variety of games. A lot of games don't interest me. People every day on my, on my Twitch streams are, hey, have you played this game? Or have you thought about playing this game? Are you going to play this game? <laughs> Most of the time, the answer is no. No, nope, no, nope, not for me. No, nope, not interested. What game is that? No, I never heard of it. No, nope, you know, that's... That's me, but the one game I play more than anything right now is Escape from Tarkov. It's my favorite game, hands down. Uh, It is Dethroned Destiny as my favorite game. Um, In fact, I came to this kind of realization this week that Destiny took me away from Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty was my main game. Every year, I bought the new Call of Duty. I bought the the expansions. I bought, you know, whatever they were offering. Give me all of it. I want to play this. All I did was play Call of Duty. Every night before I went to bed... I got online, played some multiplayer, some buds, get my KD up, like just grind, 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 right? Then Destiny 2 came out. It took me a little bit to get into it, but once I got into it, it was all Destiny 2. Every night, logged in, played Destiny. I barely touched Call of Duty, right? When new Call of Duty come out, I'd play it for a couple of days, but then always go back to Destiny. Well, now I feel like Tarkov is taking me away from Destiny, right? Like, like Call of Duty was the base. It was awesome. First-person shooter, PvP, fucking loved it. Then you had Destiny, which was a first-person shooter with PvP, but also PvE, but it had this loot element of go do the thing to get the reward and hope the reward is what you're looking for. And if not, try again next time. And I played that for years, six years straight. That was my main game, right? I dabbled with other games like PUBG and and Fortnite and whatever, but Destiny was my main game. Every time there was an update, every time there was a new season, every time there was anything new in Destiny, we were doing Destiny i played tarkov here and there i've been playing tarkov since 2017 but i always went back to destiny right new call of duty let's play call of duty for a couple weeks back to destiny well now tarkov is that game tarkov is it it, everything that destiny was for call of duty tarkov is for destiny and a new season just launched this week right Uh, the season of the haunted solar 3.0 that came out on tuesday today is thursday I have yet to log into destiny and I'll be honest with you sitting here right now recording this. I'm, I'm looking at my desktop with all my icons of all the games I play. I don't have any interest in jumping into destiny. I don't, I, I, I don't hate the game. I don't dislike. I love Bungie. I love Bungie. I love the people that work there. I love I have so many friends. I have so many friends I've met because of destiny. So many streamers and content creators that still main that game it just it's lost it's it's i just no longer have the drive and passion the passion i think that's what it is i don't i've lost the passion to play the game um the the loot pursuit and the loot grind no longer appeals to me um i guess it's kind of like a you know yeah (laughs) i guess it's like a drug addiction right like your body gets gets uh used to a specific milligrams and you have to increase your milligrams right you gotta increase the dosage you gotta move on to harder shit Well, there you go, chat. I went from Call of Duty, first-person shooter PVP, very basic, that's just it, just first-person shooter PVP. Kill the other team and get a higher KD and win the match. To do that, but now earn loot. Do that and unlock exotics and and armor and stuff, right? To do that, but mid-max, earn money, take their gear, knowing that when I kill that other player, I get their sh- I get to keep all their shit and they get to lose out on, they got to build it all again, they got to buy it all back, like, yeah. Like, it's it's that next level PvP, but also has all that satisfying little juicy bits of leveling my character and unlocking vendors and buying and building and, and looting and, oh, like, there's no, there's no, I've yet to find another game I- anything like it. With that being said, there is a couple of new games out in early access that are similar to Tarkov and trying to become the new Tarkov. And honestly, battlefield 2042 tried a Tarkov like mode. And I think they just, they, I think they just closed it down. I think they just canceled it. Um, and call of Duty's also announced this like hardcore survival esque Tarkov mode. So the next, the next call of duty is supposed to have a mode like that. So, you know, BRs were the hot shit a few years ago and that's become a a main staple. Now we get a new BR pretty much every year, um, you know, BRs of, of the old are still updating. Like Apex Legends had a new season, Fortnite still got new stuff coming out, PUBG still rocking strong. Um, you know, battle royals are here to stay. This like PVPVE raid style with like a permadeath situation is, I think, Tarkov has created this new genre and it's it's uh, it's it's starting to pop off. So we've got Marauders, which is in a closed alpha. World War Two sci-fi. It's really weird. It's sci-fi. You start this. You start every mission in a spaceship, and you have to fly into a base, and then you go first person. But it's World War Two. But it is a copy of Tarkov. It's it's like every aspect is like Tarkov. You loot. You have a secure container. You get out with your loot. You can craft weapons and mod them and sell them. There's an economy and all that. Right? There's vendors. All that. Um played it a little bit, didn't love it. It's too close, it's too similar to Tarkov, but not a good version of it. Like it's it's like Tarkov 5 years ago, right? Tarkov right now is awesome, smooth. It still has jankiness, but I'm just saying compared to 5 years ago, it is light years better than it was. That's Marauders. Marauders is like Tarkov 5 years ago. So, I played it, I bought it. I mean, I pre-ordered it. We'll we'll see where it goes, but I'm not I'm, it's it's a pass for now. Um, the other one is called the cycle frontier. Now that's had a couple different betas. This game I saw originally and I was kind of like, eh, and then I actually got a chance to play it and I was like, Oh shit. Okay. This is awesome. So this is like a sci-fi Tarkov like game. I I almost even call it like Tarkov light. Um, it's first person it's in this very like, um, stylized sci-fi world. Uh, kind of reminds me of, of like Fortnite or Borderlands kind of style, artwork style. Um, you load in with your loadout, you pick your loadout, and you run around the map killing alien PvE or PvP with players. And you loot around the map, you loot any players you kill, and then you have to extract, just like Tarkov, Right. You go when you extract, you end up in a third person like tower, like Destiny Tower style, where you run around a, like a base, a uh, space station. There's vendors, there's a crafting station, there's a, a trade vendor. Eventually, there'll be a battle pass and, and, a, and a loot like a um, cosmetic store. You can buy cosmetics and stuff. Uh, very, very cool. There's a hideout where you upgrade your hideout, and the hideout is what gives you like passive abilities, but it also generates your income and your revenue so there's a passive like almost like a bitcoin farm if you're familiar with tarkov it's like a bitcoin farm where you're just generating credits because there's no scabs there's no like offline let me go trying to find some like you if you run out of loot you're literally you know running in with a pickaxe and just trying to loot and get out to sell things to make money but your your hideout does generate revenue for you anyway really enjoyed the game and looking forward to it. and i think it's gonna be a big i think it's gonna be huge um, I've been doing some research on it. it. It's It had three betas or two betas, two betas, two or three betas. Um, the, the Discord server has over 130,000 people in it. Like it's a very anticipated launch. I think a lot of people either who tried Tarkov, but it was too too hard for them, too difficult for them are looking forward to this game or people who play Tarkov, but like get burned out on it, wipe after wipe after wipe are looking for, forward to uh, the cycle so um anyway it comes out june 8th it's free to play on steam and epic i am very much looking forward to it unfortunately it comes out on june 8th and june 9th i fly out to orlando for gcx i will be going i will be attending gcx uh in orlando from uh it's june 11th and 12th i think is the days yes june yeah june 11th and 12th in orlando um i'll be there and I'm looking forward to it. I've not been to a conference since the uh, the pandemic. Uh, very much looking forward to it. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. But uh, it's a good group of people that I think the vast majority of the community kind of all feel the same way about uh, COVID. So I, I think it's going to be good. I know the people that are putting on the event are doing all kinds of precautions and whatnot. So uh, looking forward to... Just looking forward to to A, traveling, but B, just hanging out with buds again, man. Like I I talked about this... You know, going back to my mood and 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 whatnot, I've just I've come to the to the realization that I need face to face interactions, and being locked down for so fucking long crushed me, like it really did. It crushed me to a point of like I'm an extrovert that became in, in, introverted, and not not by choice, but like it it made me become inverted and introverted because I was just like I don't want to go outside, I don't want to see anybody, I don't meet anybody, like you know and and that's not me that's not my natural state and so now that things are kind of back to what the the new norm is and able to you know we hung out with some neighbors just last weekend and did a happy hour with them and it was awesome it was so awesome i'm going to dinner with my buddy chuck this weekend for his birthday um and i'm looking forward to it like i'm just looking forward to like getting things are back to normal and 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 it's starting to feel good i think that's another reason why my mood is being enhanced is because starting to just kind of get back into the swing of things. And, and I love it. So I'm looking forward to, to GCX. But anyway, the cycle comes on the eighth. I'm leaving the ninth and Nikita from Battlestate games, which is the company that makes escape from Tarkov has said that next week they're doing uh Tarkov TV, which is usually that's a live stream. They do usually when they announce and they show off all the new stuff coming in the next patch, the next patch will be a wipe. That's a big content drop. They usually either drop a new map or an expansion to a current map, which is what we're getting. We're getting an expansion to Lighthouse. We're getting three new bosses, new guns, new armor, new missions, yada, yada, yada. A bunch of new shit. It'll be a wipe. Well, when a wipe happens, that is the hottest time to get back in talk of both as a gamer and as a streamer. Because all eyes are on, like, ooh, what's new? What's going on? You know, and that fresh wipe where everyone's back to being Timmy's no one's got gear everyone's rushing to unlock vendors and be the first one to unlock certain guns and armor and ammo to then get the, the edge on everyone else you know so i am stoked i cannot wait for this wipe i feel like this last wipe i mean two wipes ago was my best wipe this last wipe was my best wipe i progressed much faster i learned so much about the game and how to progress and how to level up you know when to do what when what to spend time on what not to spend time on like all of that. So I am very much looking forward to this next Tarkov wipe. But the cycle is coming out. And I'm, I, my fear is that they're going to come out basically the same time. The cycle comes out on the 8th. I'll be gone for, you know, four, four or five days. Come back. Crossing my fingers that Tarkov has not done the wipe and won't do the wipe. I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping for the wipe at the end of, the, end of June. I'd be okay with the end of June. If it's the second week of June, first week of June, uh, I, I legit don't know what I'm gonna do. I if if I come back from GCX and the cycle, well even if it's the same week, like if I come back on from, from GCX and I get like three days to play the cycle and then the, the wipe happens that Thursday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, I'm gonna be mega bummed because as much as I want to play the cycle and I think the cycle's gonna be a great game, and unless unless something crazy happens or my you know, I don't know, my Twitch stream blows up and I'm and I'm doing I don't know. I, I applied for the partner program. I have not gotten any word on that yet. I'm hoping cross my fingers in the next 2 weeks before the launch i get at least a no like give me at least a no but if it's like it's still open ended i have no idea um i th- unless something pops off with the cycle i i plan on jumping into tarkov cuz tarkov is that long game and also knowing that i mean it's one of those things where like i know there's a wipe coming and there'll be another weapon in december right it's it's every 6 to 7 months there's a wipe there's been rumors that there'll be a wipe in cycle as well not knowing the cycle though, like, like they don't know the cycle of the wipes. Like, is it six months? Is it is it seasonal? Like, are they gonna wipe? Se- like, we don't know that yet. At least I don't know that yet. But Tarkov is the, is like I said, is that main game for me, and so and there's more to grind for, and there's more to strive for in Tarkov. Whereas the cycle again, I mean, the game's new. I played the beta. I've watched videos. It's a lighter version of Tarkov, so. At the time of this recording, like I said, if the cycle comes out and then shortly after the wipe happens in Tarkov, I will jump into Tarkov and Tarkov will be, will be the, the, the main thing for weeks. Again, I'm hoping that I get like maybe a month with the cycle, get to a good good place. And then the wipe happens with Tarkov. And then depending on how I'm feeling with the cycle and, and the grind and the leveling and you know, again, that satisfaction. Because the thing with the cycle is, what, I thing you have to level up and grind you have your stash. You have your hideout um, that you can level up, like I said, the passive abilities, how much storage you get, how many secure containers you get, how much you gen- how much money you generate. You have three factions to-, to rank up, and you do that by doing missions and jobs. And when you level them up, it unlocks a new weapon. You have, like, it's, think of like Call of Duty. As you level up, you unlock weapons, and then the more when you use a weapon, you unlock attachments. The cycle is the same way. You level up a faction— And it unlocks a new weapon so let's say at level five you unlock a smg at level 10 you unlock an ar at level 15 you unlock a rocket launcher like it's like that progression and that's it that's that's the only progression that there is there's the there's your hideout and there's the vendors now on the surface level to me that's not enough right that's that in-between stage of like okay well it's more than destiny but not nearly as much as tarkov so why don't I just play Tarkov? And that's why I'm saying that if the cycle and the wipe happen at the same time, as much as I want to play the cycle, I I, I would grind Tarkov. You know what I'm saying? Um, We'll have to wait and see what happens with the cycle. Um, It's free to play. So I see virtually all my Tarkov friends and most of my destiny friends at least trying out the cycle. If all of a sudden I have a large group of people to play the cycle with, like I have with Tarkov. Maybe I play more cycle. I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's it's undetermined at this time. But I'm super excited for the game to launch. I'm super excited to have another game that I'm excited about. Um, the only other game that's on my radar right now that I'm looking forward to release or more information on is Disterra. I don't know if I talked about that in the last podcast. And again, depending on when I recorded it, Dystera is a it's basically a sci-fi rust. I've never played Rust, but everyone that watched me play Distera cuz I did like a 12-hour stream, uh, was like this looks like Rust, but sci-fi or this is a sci-fi Rust. Oh, that's just like Rust. So, really really enjoyed Distera. It's a sci-fi aesthetic. Um it is a first-person shooter with PVP and PVE. There is gathering, crafting and building and has a survival aspect. So, it's a survival game. It's, so again, it it goes back to that like it's a Tarkov, but with building. It's a Tarkov, but with actual crafting. And um, I really enjoyed. It. it has levels and skills as well. So which is another like I just love that aspect. It's it's just checking boxes and filling bars and circles and uh, progress. I love I love to see that. There's loot to be had. Like it's just it's it just it is so good. Um, little janky in the beta. I'm hoping that uh, I know they're doing a a server test right now. They just launched it today, Uh, stability changes. So they're looking for feedback on stability. So they're already working on server stuff. And I did get accepted in that partner program. So, or actually, they reached out to me. I didn't even apply. They reached out to me and said, hey, uh, you know, uh, I forget the name of the company, but they reached out to me and was like, hey, we're we're putting a partner program together. We'd like you to invite you in. I was like, hell yeah, dude. I'm down. So um, that's another game that I'm looking forward to. Hoping that that comes out. Like in the fall, so like again, knowing that Tarkov's wipe will be in December or later, hoping that Disterra kind of comes out in the middle of the season, you know, like three months from now would be would be super cool, or like next year. Like I, I and again, I'm not in a hurry for it. I've got I've got Tarkov, and I've got the cycle, and I really think that that's going to be the cadence. I think if let's say um, I play, maybe I get a couple weeks of of the cycle, and then Tarkov does the wipe, and I jump into Tarkov, and I grind Tarkov for like two months. I know in the back of my mind, I got the cycle. And if the cycle is this lighter version of Tarkov, then I don't feel as much of a pressure to progress and level up in the cycle. Like I do in Tarkov. Tarkov has so much to grind that makes an actual difference in the game. Cause that's the biggest thing too. You know, in destiny, I feel like the grind no longer has meaning it's fun, but it's a trophy hunter. It's a trophy collection. You're, you're hunting for the god roll weapons, the god roll armor, and titles purely to say, look what I have. Right? Because I don't feel like once I've got those god rolls, it makes that big of a difference. It used to. It, it, it used to feel that way. It used to feel like, get that god roll gun to be better in PvP. Get that god roll armor with the perfect mods to be better in PvP. But then what happened for me personally was, there wasn't anything worth grinding for in pvp it went back to being call of duty i'm just playing just to keep my kd up or um you know there was the unbroken title and i I did the one unbroken title i got my guns and um that was it i feel like i conquered that mountain and there was no other mountain for me to conquer and climb i'm not good enough in pvp or trials to to really do that there is solo queuing and i'm kind of curious about that now but game. I think it's too little too late for me personally. Um, I just I just feel like the grind is no longer meaningful in the game because the rewards aren't meaningful enough to me personally. Uh, whereas Tarkov, like I said, when I beat somebody in PvP, the rewards are huge. What did they have? What was their gear? You know, how much is that worth? I just looted a guy and, and made 500k. Boom. 500k is, is a tricked out weapon. 500k is... You know, two two loadouts, three loadouts, whatever. Um, there's there's that meaningfulness behind killing another player in Tarkov that a game like Destiny just doesn't have anymore for me, for me personally. So yeah. Anyway, looking forward to the cycle, looking forward to a fresh wipe in Tarkov, lots of more of that of that content, and I'm hoping to. I, I need to get my buddy Cade, uh, the the owner and and creator of Make Echoes. Uh, the software that I use to create my like highlight reels on YouTube. He's been working tirelessly on all kinds of new features and stuff. And so I'm really looking forward to, with Tarkov and or Cycle, get this routine built where when something cool happens, save it, mark it, clip it, and start creating more content on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. So um, that's my goal with the next... Wipe and everything is really try to dial in these these magical moments that again, again, a game like Tarkov has these moments that no other game for me personally has to offer, like these these moments of just like I look back at my Destiny PvP moments and sure I've had some cool like two v ones three v ones I can't believe I got that shot oh man I should have been dead there like it happens don't get me wrong same thing in Call of Duty something like that but the frequency that it happens in Tarkov is like exponentially. Higher and it could begin, it goes back to that high risk, high reward. Right? You pull off a clutch shot, you pull off a clutch battle, and then you're in shambles. You see your body blacked out limbs, <gasps> your guys like <gasps> choking because he's got no stomach. Like, oh man, the you're I, I still to this day, my adrenaline starts pumping like no other, you know what I'm saying? Like, so anyway, um, I'm excited i'm looking forward to uh to to a new game the cycle frontier and a new wipe in tarkov with new content new content in tarkov um i guess that's it lastly i guess my, my notes my notes kind of jumped around a little bit here but i was just going to say um you know I, I put that tweet out like i said uh, a couple weeks ago about gaming versus irl streaming or irl content and how I feel like after 7 years of trying to be this gaming content creator that I I've kind of failed at or at least didn't get to the point where I want I wanted to be that I need to kind of like go back to my roots of being this IRL content creator. And we did for a while there. We were using the IRL backpack and and I was doing live streams on the back porch. We did the hot tub stream, did a couple in the kitchen and the living room and I definitely want to continue to do that. The part that I struggle with and maybe this will change with my my hours changing, but I feel like I just can't do that for as long, whereas I can play video games for hours, right? I've, I've done 10, 12, 18 hour live streams playing video games because let's be honest, if when you're doing something you love, you could do it forever, right? As long as you've got energy, as long as, you've, as long as you're still enjoying and having fun, you can do it forever, you know what I'm saying? And I do, I, I, again, I, I do grind sessions where I stream for 10, 12 hours playing games, you know? I don't, I can't, I have not yet to find a way to do IRL streams for more than six hours. And those six hour streams was when I was out walking streets, exploring, you know, moving. Being in one spot, being in one location, four hours I think is the max. And even the conversations in chat start to die down. Even the, I mean, and that happens when I do gaming streams. I'll start my stream off with like a just chatting or even I'll be in the directory for the game because I'm getting ready to get into the game, play with some players, some some friends, and the conversation dies after the first hour. The hype is there, the notifications go out, the tweets go out. Hey, yo, guys, I'm live. Let's go! Everyone jumps in. Yo, what's up, Clintus? Good morning. How was your weekend? How was your day? What's new? Uh, here's my resub. Uh, you know, you know what? Here's five bucks. Whatever. Everyone gets their conversation piece out, and then everyone just disperses or they go to lurk mode. And the conversations die down, and which is where the video games come into play because I'm live, my stream is going, and then people come in and out throughout the day, right? I gotta go to a meeting, I'll be back. And they come back, all right, I'm back. How's the game been? Oh, the game's been sick, man. This and this and that. Here's this clip. Here's that. Here's this. Try this. Check that out. Right. Or two hours into my live stream, someone comes in, hey Clintus, how's your day going, man? I'm on my lunch break. How are the you know, how are the games? Or, or even forget the games. How was your day? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those, because I can play a game, there's not dead space. There's not dead air. Whereas if I'm doing a just chatting, like, like I'm doing like right now, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's my full camera. I'm talking I'm you're listening to this on the podcast. I'm sitting here just talking. And. When you're, when I'm live, there's a chat room. So there's a conversation piece being had. Someone says something, I respond. I ask a question, people answer. And we have this dialogue when the chat dies down, when there's literally nobody talking, I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs. Now, and maybe I have a list of things I want to talk about. Maybe I have some topics. There's some days where I log in and I've got four things I want to talk about today. Right? Cool. I did that. Just like this podcast is about an hour long. Cool. We hit all the topics, I said everything I wanted to say, we had our conversations, that's only an hour of my day. I've got seven more to go. That's where video games come into play. That's where the video games fill that gap, fill that void, and continue the conversation because either I'm doing things in the game and everyone's asking questions, or people are that play the game that I'm playing wanna ask questions or learn, or hey, did you know you could do this? Or hey, did you know you could do that? Or didn't know you could do that. How'd you do that? Right? Or just watching for entertainment value and you know, so I do some sick play and it's like, holy shit, that was awesome, Clintus. GG's, you know. Um I need to find that balance. I need to figure out how do I do IRL content live from my house. Because that's really it. Once the weather gets nice again, once we're back in the fall and the weather the temps start to drop, which is unfortunate because we are just now hitting summer. Sorry, I know you guys can hear the jet over my head. It's Maverick flying around. You know, Top Gun two coming out this week. Um, Damn it, lost my train of thought. Oh, IRL, yeah, yeah. So, so when the weather gets nice, being being able to go and walk around again with the backpack, IRL streams will be popping. I could do six to seven hours, easy, no problem. Um, but we just got into summer. It's already in the nineties. It's already in the hundreds. Today's, today's high is one Oh two. Not only do I not want to be walking around for extended periods of time in 102 degrees, but that backpack will literally explode. Um, you know, it was already getting pretty hot when it was in the eighties and I was outside. So just not, just not reasonable, not, not realistic for me to be out and about walking around in this time of year. So we got to wait now till October you know at the at the earliest for the weather to be comfortable enough for me to walk around with a backpack for 6 hours a day you know what i'm saying so i put that tweet out and i and i had that sentiment of like yeah you know the gaming like my, my gaming content doesn't really pop off it doesn't really shine whereas like my IRL content even on twitter and instagram when i put something up IRLish IRLish IRL content uh it does it, i get more engagement i get more more engagement than anything I put on gaming, right? Because gaming is very niche. I mean, even the games that I play, I love Escape from Tarkov, but there is a there is a large portion of my community that does not like Escape from Tarkov. They've never played it, will never play it, have no interest in it, don't want to learn about it. That's the other thing too. There are some people who just refuse to learn about the game, whereas I feel like if they learned about the game and understood what I was doing, why I was doing it, what why it matters, this and that, they'd have this better understanding at the very least, if people just watch it for what it is, it's a PvP game. I think the problem is that you can go full 30 minutes with no PvP action. So it's slow, it's boring. I get that. It's also the excitement of it's the excitement of at any given moment I could be shot at. At any given moment I could be sniped. At any given moment I could be ran up on. At any given moment I could come around into a room and there's a guy waiting for me, right? There's that suspense and that thriller, that thrill. But people don't like the game. I recognize that. I understand that. On the flip side, on any given stream, new people come to my chat from the Tarkov directory, from the Tarkov community, mutual streamers, friends I'm playing with. I get raided. Uh, people get offline from the East Coast. They drop over to my stream because I'm on the West Coast. And so the, com- the community grows. The community continues to grow with Escape from Tarkov, just like it grew with the Destiny you know, community and whatnot. And so I'll continue to play the games that I want to play because it's what I'm into if I went and tried to play like GTA or Fortnite or insert your favorite game that you wish that I played, unless I got into that game, unless I got into that community, unless I started following other streamers and, and being in other chat rooms that played, unless I was into that games community, it will never be the same as if like, like Tarkov or destiny where I'm in the community, I'm in the scene, right? Like, when I go online and I go to Twitch, 99% of the time, I the streamers that I see on my, on my follow page are Tarkov streamers, and they're playing Tarkov, and I'm in their community. I'm in their chats talking to other people that play Tarkov, just like I did for years and years with Destiny. It's the same thing. I just have transitioned because I'm no longer, quote unquote, into Destiny. I'm not consuming Destiny content. Now, I'm sure that would change if I watched more Destiny Live streams, I would definitely be more enticed to play Destiny, but it just doesn't interest me enough to even click on my friends' streams playing Destiny. I don't have a desire to watch it, and the same goes for other people. I respect that. I see that's the thing. As a streamer, I understand how it works. I have friends, bona fide friends, friends with phone numbers and text. I could text that don't watch my stream because I'm not playing the game they want me to. Want, they're into, you know, they don't play Tarkov. They don't care about Tarkov. They play X game and they, they want to watch X content, content from the X game. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that. I get that. It's, it's every community. You know what I'm saying? If tomorrow I started playing Fortnite, my numbers would be probably the same, but the people, the names in chat would be different, right? Half of them would be like, wait, you're not playing Tarkov. Mm, Okay. I'll be back tomorrow. And then you have another, the exact same amount of people that come over and go, oh shit, you're playing Fortnite dope. And then it's like, they come out of the woodwork all of a sudden, like, I haven't been here in two years. How you been, Clintus? It's like, oh, I've been great, thanks for asking. My my running joke is when someone comes to chat for like the first time in like a year or two, I'm always like, did you just get out of prison? Did you just get out of mental hospital? I don't know, I should probably joke about that, but you know, you get my point. My point is like, you've been gone for a long period of time, you know, you just got released <laughs> uh, back in the wild. But uh, in any case, uh. I- It's an, it's an always evolving, my content and my, my, my job is always an evolving thing, right? Um, I love streaming. I love streaming on Twitch. I have no desire to switch platforms or change. And and honestly, realistically, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change. I changed from YouTube to Twitch back in the day, five years ago. I have no desire to do it again. The only way it would ever happen is if one of them paid me and they'd have to pay me well enough to, to, to jump, um, you know once upon a time mixer reached out to me and without signing an nda and getting actual raw real real numbers all they offered me was to bring me over at the same level of pay that i was making on twitch to subsidize me until i could build my following and everything back up and i was like no that's 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 not that's that's not good enough for me to make the jump and to move my community and regrow on a new platform you'd have to pay me on top of that and it would need to be a know a good amount I know I'm not a big old streamer with a getting a million dollar check but still you know six figures would have been nice but that wasn't on the table so we just the conversation ended there Um, and and to be really to be real uh, I would probably never go to Facebook the platform itself just has too many issues and concerns and problems Um, though I do think that they're taking streaming a little more serious than YouTube um, if if I had to leave Twitch, or if I was going to leave Twitch, I would go back to streaming on YouTube. Um, with that being said, I have two channels on YouTube. I have Clintus Games, and I have Clintus, aka Clintus TV, and if I were going to be full-time live streaming on YouTube, I know this sounds crazy, but I would probably go to Clintus, and Clintus Games would just be either VODs or or whatever, because... Like everything else, my, ma- my name is Clintus. Everything is Clintus. Twitter.com t- dot, 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 dot slash Clintus, twitch.tv slash Clintus, YouTube.com slash Clintus, Instagram.com slash Clintus. Like, even though it's my IRL channel, if you look at Clintus TV, it has the same profile picture and icon and banner as my Twitch channel. As you know, it's so even though it's an IRL channel, I would 100% start gaming on it. And it, I, it's just because I, 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 the branding, because of branding, you know. It'd be weird, but it would kill my channel. <laughs> it would kill my channel. All of a sudden, one day you wake up and Clintus TV is live playing Escape from Tarkov. You're like, what the fuck? But, you know, again, hopefully we never get to that point. Hopefully we never get to a point where I have to switch to, to YouTube because uh, I would prefer to stay right where I'm at on Twitch. Anyway, guys, that's an hour and I got everything on my list. Um, the only other thing that I was going to say is um, summer's here. Kids are out of school. A lot of people are asking us what we're doing for traveling, any any summer plans. And as of right now, we have no travel plans because Sierra had four freaking volleyball tournaments where we traveled and we spent a shit ton of money traveling. Just going to Chicago alone for Sierra and Tiffany, just two people was $2,000. Denver for the, not Denver, sorry. Um, Philadelphia for for Sierra and I was almost $2,000 just for traveling, just for fucking traveling. Flights are so expensive. Hotels have gone up like, Everything's expensive. So we spent a shit ton of money for volleyball. Um, So we kind of are waiting for the dust to kind of settle, you know, taxes have been paid, everything's been paid. And we're kind of just waiting to see where we're at. No major travel plans at the moment, but you know what? We're spontaneous. We're last minute. There may be a, a, uh, maybe a California, like a San Diego trip towards the end of summer before school starts, Uh, you know, make a trip drive, a quick drive. And we do like three days over there. But realistically what I see in our future short little weekend trips I say weekend because obviously I during the week I stream but short little weekend trips to up, like up north up northern Arizona renting cabins renting airbnbs and we sold our trailer so I definitely want to continue camping or being up in the woods I love nature and I love that vibe but now I'm a cabin guy you know so we're gonna rent some airbnbs we're gonna do some cabins and uh you know do some little weekend like I want to go to Lola Mai. We we haven't been to Lolomai in two years I'd love to go back to Lolomai, you know So I see my, I see ourselves doing little short little things like that. Maybe some staycations at some resorts. There's still some great resorts here in Arizona. We have not been to. Um, There's some resorts up North, like uh, around Oak Creek, uh, Flagstaff area that we've never been to. So um, that's kind of what I see this summer being like, especially with Sierra working full time uh, over the summer to make money. Um, I see us maybe that that's our future so but stay tuned we'll keep you updated on that and uh with all that of course be vlogs and maybe some irl streams maybe maybe depends on the connection depends where we're at you have to have good internet to to the live stream so um we'll see we'll see thanks so much for listening i do appreciate it sorry for the uh the inconsistency the podcast has always been like third tier third third string for the from the other content you know twitch has been number one for the last five years followed by youtube and the podcast so Um, record the podcast when I can and or when I have something worth sharing so I think sometimes maybe like you know going a couple weeks is good because I have a lot to talk about if I did this every week might be shorter episodes maybe just one one topic I'm not sure but in any case appreciate you thanks for listening and I will see you on the next one which could be next week stay tuned